This is The Infiltrator's Scary Stories. On tonight's episode, everything from crazy ex-boyfriends to stalker neighbors, or when you're working and there's a stalker who's trying to kill you or kidnap you or something, these people can be really creepy. If you have a story, Submitted at our website at theinfiltrators.godaddysites.com. A domain will be coming soon. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Search The Infiltrators. Find us on social media. And listen to us on your favorite podcasting site. Now, here's three creepy stalker stories. Tonight's episode of The Infiltrator's Scary Stories is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. Everybody has something to say. Here's the best part about Anchor. It's free. Also, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you for free so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I use Anchor and it is the best podcasting platform I have been a part of. And the best part, it's free. You can also make money off of it. That's what's awesome about it. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. We all have something that we are uh, very deeply uh, concerned about or something that we have the need to feel that we have to put out into the world. And this is the best way to make your own podcast. If you think podcasting is not possible for you to do or it's difficult to do, then use Anchor. I've made other podcasts before and it was a lot more time to make a podcast. With Anchor, you can make a whole podcast in less than an hour. Anchor is the best way to make a podcast. So once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Number 1. The Ex-Boyfriend from Hell by The Shameful Pickle My high school boyfriend and I split up. He was already controlling. He was judgmental and abusive. I was moving into college at the local university. He went fucking crazy. Lost his goddamn mind. I thought he was going to go crazier, but he definitely did. He began by threatening messages about 200 a day, phone calls, showing up during my classes, showing up at my house. He broke into my car and sat in the back seat. My best friend and I had gone to the movies, came out, and I was going to drop her off at home, and she noticed a huge mark on the side of my car. Looked in the back seat, and 
There he was, laying on the floor, trying to hide. Bought a new car with new plates. He broke into my dorm room. I then left the dorms because I felt unsafe and moved into an apartment not far from the college campus with two female roommates. He found out where I was living and broke in there too while I was in the shower. I told him to get the fuck out and he came after me with a knife. I had to call the cops and lock myself in the bathroom. He was gone by the time the cops showed up. He was dating a newer guy who was an absolute gentleman and I warned him about my ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend crashes one of our dates and jumps new guy with five friends. I also end up with my face smashed in for being a cheating whore. I moved back into my parents' house. Ex-boyfriend attempted to break into my parents' house at 5 o'clock on a Sunday, so my entire family was home. Dad caught him and put a gun in his mouth. That was the end of that. My dad is 6'5", ex-military, and scary. Side note, my dad did not kill him. However, I think that scared him enough. He has left me alone for five years now. I travel back home frequently, and when he sees me, he looks the other way. Number two, why aren't you online by the night battles? This happened to me to my first year of university in October. I was living in the dorms and I need to give you a brief rundown of the dorms. You need a key card to gain access to your specific floor. So though someone on the third floor and fourth floor live in the same building, they can't access each other's floors. I had injured myself playing sports, so I was under orders to rest, which meant no Halloween parties for me. Pretty sad for a horror fiend like myself, but I try to make the time as happy as possible. I bruised myself helping to make costumes for, uh, for people doing their makeup. Once I was finally finished, I packed up my makeup and decided to watch some movies in my room. A guy popped up and introduced himself. We chatted a bit and exchanged email addresses and I walked back to my room and said goodnight. The first warning sign was that he walked into my room beside me. Despite me saying I was going to walk into my room, I felt really awkward and tried to say in a roundabout way that he needed to leave, but he wasn't getting the hint. I finally had to say, you need to leave my room now. I chalked this up to him maybe being drunk or something, but I did wonder how did he get on my floor if he wasn't with anyone partying? Before I went to bed that night, I checked my email and there were five from the creep. The first thing being, hey, I'm so glad we're friends and rest 
were asking why I wasn't online. A few days later, I got a knock on my door when I was studying, and it was him. I explained that I was studying and needed privacy. He tried to walk into my room again, but I braced my arm on the frame and said firmly that I need to study. The next day, he was at my door again, and the next. I began pretending that I was not home. Another day, there was a knock at the door, and when I checked the peephole, there was no one there. And I assumed the postman had come. I opened the door, and lo and behold, it was the creepy guy. He has begun hiding from the peephole, so I would be more likely to answer the door. I told my roommate never to open the door if he was there, and I told people living on my floor that this guy was beginning to creep me out. So if he wanted to get on the floor, whatever sob story he gave them, don't let him on. A few days after that, I was on the bus coming home, and I got a text from someone who lived on my floor telling me not to come home because this creep was on the floor and was sitting in front of my door just waiting i went to a friend's house and spent the night and when i got home i was told he had waited four hours before leaving at this point i was getting freaked out a few days after that he began waiting outside the building and if i left he would follow me wherever I went. I was too spineless to tell him to go away and tried to be more passive about it. I never spoke and never gave any indication I was paying attention, but he followed me to class, the cafeteria, and always tried to follow me home and get access to the floor. I went to the resident advisor and older student that sort of watches over the floor and told her what happened. She spoke to the RA for his floor and was told that the creep had been telling his own RA that we were best friends and dating. My RA tried to explain that I was uncomfortable, but the other RA believed him and that was that. Thankfully, one thing did deter him. He would never approach me if I was with a group of people, so my floor mates banded together. If I went to dinner, I went with my floor, and if I wanted a drink or seconds, someone had to come with me. Walking to class and even waiting for the bus was done in a group. He got onto my floor once when someone else was coming home and he forced his foot in the door and let himself in. I was hidden in another room and when he left my door to go to and sit in the television lounge and waited for me. I went downstairs and ran around the other side of the building and got into my room before he noticed. Then the phone calls began. I never gave him my number, but somehow he got my phone number and my room phone number. And at first it would be one or two calls a day until I told him I wanted him to leave me alone. 
Then the calls began coming in every hour, with him begging and pleading for me to talk to him without caller ID. I needed to answer the phone because of school and my part-time job. At this point, it was November and I was a wreck. I was tired of having to plan out, doing simple things like going for food or, or walking to the bus stop. Stress wasn't helping me recover from my injury, and I was losing weight, and I just looked sickly. I went back to the RA and began to beg her to help me. She went to the head of the dorms and explained everything that happened. I explained how far this had gone, and my roommate told them that he had followed her a few times demanding that she tell him where I was. I felt awful. She never told me this because she was afraid of upsetting me further, and I felt like I was an asshole for putting her through this garbage. I don't know what went on behind closed doors. From what I guessed, he was told to leave me alone, and further contact would result in him getting kicked out of the dorms. There was one email where he went insane on me, telling me how awful I was. How could I do this to him? We were so happy together. Surely I was cheating on him with other men. After that, nothing. At first, when I'd see him around campus, I would run into the women's toilets to hide. I'd see him around town or campus, and he'd always just stare at me. Never tried to approach me. Never tried to get my attention. Just staring. I used to walk by and try to pretend I didn't notice him staring, and I'd try to act like my heart wasn't pounding. Number three, The Subway Stalker by Odd Wolf. A little backstory, I'm a 20-year-old short petite female working at Subway, and I can't help but be nice to everyone, even if they're a creep. I usually feel bad. About a year ago, we had this guy, 35 to 40 years old, who would come in every day for lunch. He was fascinated by my stretched ears and few piercings. He always asked questions about my piercings and my face. He would sit down after I rang him out and watched me from his table for two hours non-stop, just staring at me while I helped other customers. This goes on for about two weeks. Every day, he would ask for my number, saying he has plugs and tunnels. He wants to give me access and sees me wearing them in my ears. And I always politely decline. One day, I'm alone in the store because my manager had to run to the bank. We were really slow that day, so I was just in the back room messing around on my phone. I heard the door chime and looked up. And yet... No one was there. Then I saw the man walk past the front of the store really quickly, like 
he was in a hurry. The store phone rings. I say, thanks for calling Subway, how can I help you? It's him. Is this the girl with the nice ears? Um, yes. Who is this? Are you alone in the back room, right? Right now? Are you working by yourself? At this point, I got really creeped out and knew it was him. I hung up and texted my manager the situation, and I told her to hurry up and get back. He called again, this time asking me every weird question, like, what would I do with him in a room with a locked door if I had a boyfriend, why it was playing hard to get, and etc. My manager gets back and I tell her everything. In the middle of the run lunch rush, he calls again, this time my manager answers, and to this day, he never told me what he said, but she had this look on her face that just made my spine shiver. She told me if he called again or showed up again, she would call the police. I thought that was the end of it, but I was wrong. One week later, I'm clocking out and getting ready to walk to my car. I parked in front of the building, and when I look outside, I see him standing right by my car, and he was looking inside of it. I was an idiot and left back door unlocked. I watch him crawl inside, shut the door. The creep was trying to hide in my fucking back seat, and God knows what he would do when I got in. My manager locked the front door of our store and called the police. When they arrived, they pretty much had to drag him out of my car, and he was arrested. He had a butcher knife. He had a rope and a rag with chloroform on it. If I hadn't looked up when I did, I would probably be dead right now. This has been Season 1, Episode 6 of The Infiltrator's Scary Stories. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Search The Infiltrators. Find us on your favorite social media site search the infiltrators and don't forget you can listen to us on any of our sites that we are on for podcasting we're on your favorite podcasting site just search us the infiltrators scary stories i'm zach halcox and i'll see you next time